Hello and thank you so much for joining me for this episode where I'll be talking about habits. So we'll cover how to build good healthy habits, maybe the reason why habits haven't quite worked out for you in the past and some of the habits that I do every day and how I feel they enhance my well-being. So grab a notepad and a pen if like me you like to take notes and let's talk about all things habits. Okay, if you follow me on Instagram, you will have seen me sharing the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I'll be touching on some key points from this book throughout this episode. I'd highly recommend that you read or listen to it if you haven't already. But let's get started with the basics. What is a habit? Habits are routines of behaviour that are repeated and tend to occur subconsciously. Some may be really good, healthy habits and some maybe not so good. (laughs) But depending on what they are, our habits will either make or break us because ultimately we become what we repeatedly do. So James Clear talks a lot in this book about how tiny changes add up to big results and the importance of marginal change. How getting 1% better every day counts for a lot in the long run. And often when we try to create new habits in our life we and I do this we get so excited about the new habit that we go from naught to 100 miles an hour before we know it we've kind of fallen off the wagon with the consistency and the habit's gone or it hasn't actually formed the habit so let's use a good example of someone who really wants to develop a home yoga practice I actually get asked this question a lot let's say that person is you you sit down on a Sunday night and you say to yourself okay every morning I'll wake up at 6am and I will practice for one hour before I start my day and Monday Tuesday Wednesday you're up you're on your mat you're flying you feel great Thursday you start to hit the snooze button your willpower's declined and then by Friday (laughs) the alarms yeah it's not happening you're not getting up you're not getting on your mat and you feel disheartened The reason why that huge goal hasn't become a habit is because it was so different from your regular routine that it was difficult to weave into your daily life. And I really like this word weave because for me, it's all about what I can weave into my schedule so that I can ensure I'm being as consistent with whatever the action is and ensuring it's being repeated enough so that my mind can recognise it as a habit. That's really important actually. So only over time and doing something repeatedly and consistently will your mind recognize it as a habit so our aim is to get everything automatic but that requires a lot of consistency so back to the home yoga example if I was advising someone on this I'd say let's start with 10 minutes each day and be consistent with that allow your mind to pick it up as a daily habit every time you step on your mat you are adding to that consistency and your mind is going to pick it up as a habit and then you can build on that. I'm going to read a page now from the book which if you've got the book at home is page 36 and for me was just such an important part of the book. On any given day you may struggle with your habits because you're too busy or too tired or too overwhelmed or hundreds of other reasons. Over the long run, however, 
the real reason you fail to stick with your habits is that your self-image gets in the way. This is why you can't get too attached to one version of your identity. Progress requires unlearning. Becoming the best version of yourself requires you to continuously edit your beliefs and upgrade and expand your identity. Your identity emerges out of your habits. You are not born with a preset of beliefs. Every belief, including those about yourself, is learned and conditioned through experience. More precisely, your habits are how you embody your identity. When you make your bed each day, you embody the identity of an organised person. When you write each day, you embody the identity of a creative person. When you train each day, you embody the identity of an athletic person. The more you repeat a behaviour, the more you reinforce the identity associated with that behaviour. It's that last sentence again, because it's just so good. The more you repeat a behaviour, the more you reinforce the identity associated with that behaviour. So, (laughs) I'm going to take it back to me and my experience and hope that by giving you these examples, it helps you understand it a little bit more. And for me, every time I create a new healthy habit, it is definitely reaffirming my current identity, but it's also affirming the woman that I am becoming. So for instance, when I started up my new business last year, an app, I didn't know the first thing about um, online-based subscription businesses, apps, whatever you want to call them. I quickly found out that the profit and loss just looks completely different to the business that had been running the uh, everything, the cost to acquire a customer, again, completely different. This would then obviously affect my projections, budgets. Basically, everything was different to what I had been doing for seven years. So I wanted to know as much as I can, as fast as I could, really. And why? Well, the woman I am becoming is successful at business. And without learning the do's or don'ts in my chosen field, I wouldn't have been affirming that identity to myself. So taking it back to that that last sentence, affirming the identity to myself of becoming a successful businesswoman, I had to find as much reading material on all of the above. And um, I also found a really good audio book. And I just decided to to study every day. 30 minutes in the afternoon and then I'd leave, I'd put an audio book on while I was on my morning walk which is called habit stacking we are going to talk about that a little bit later on but I don't want to digress so yeah I would s- sit down every afternoon for 30 minutes and study whatever book I was reading pull out the like golden nuggets highlight make notes of them and I'd listen to an audio book on my morning walk and when I was finished with the books or the audio books I started them again kind of like watching a film because I was so busy at that point I wanted to absorb as much information as I could and by listening or reading them again it's like you pick up on something different the second time around but why did this action become a habit so I didn't just do it for three days I done it every day for months and because I was consistent with it every day that's why my mind recognized it as a habit 
my why was so important to me. My why is becoming a successful businesswoman. And again, <laughs> we're going to touch on your why. I'm doing little speech marks and realising that you uh, can't see me. But my why is becoming successful because failing just isn't an option. So remember that we'll come back to our why shortly. I just want to touch on habit stacking because the way I was habit stacking when I was studying that information that I needed to know in order to affirm my identity was by adding an audiobook into my morning walk. So I'm also going to talk a little bit about like morning routine and stuff when we get down to my habits but um again if you follow me on instagram you'll see i love getting out for a walk it just makes me super calm and productive for the day and by adding in that audio book i was building on a habit that i already had so your brain builds a strong network of neurons to support your current behaviors the things you do every single day and the more you do something the stronger and more efficient that connection becomes so you probably already have super strong habits and connections that you take for granted each day. For example, your brain is probably efficient at remembering to take a shower, brush your teeth, um, brew a cup of coffee, open the blinds, make your bed, all these things that we do that are automatic. So you can take advantage of these strong connections to build new habits like I did with the audiobook and the walk. So the walk was something I already done. And I would usually listen to, I don't know, a podcast or something, you know, not um associated to what I was trying to learn, basically. I would just listen to something that I wanted to listen to. But by switching it to the audiobook on something that I needed to learn in order to become more successful was building a new habit. So when it comes to building new habits, you can use that connectedness of your already learned behavior to your advantage. And one of the best ways is to identify a current habit that you already have and then stack a new behavior on top of it. And this is called habit stacking. So this is a special form of implementation intention. Rather than pairing your new habit with a particular time and location, you pair it with a current habit. And this method was created by BJ Fogg as part of his Tiny Habits program. And I'm going to give you some examples of habit stacking. So um, after I pour my morning cup of coffee, I will meditate for one minute. So you already do your coffee every morning by stacking that meditation on the end of it. You're not dedicating you know half an hour before you go to bed to meditate and it's just one minute after your cup of coffee and like I said with the yoga the more you do it the more it becomes habit and reinforced in your mind then you can build on it or after I take my work shoes off I will immediately change into my workout clothes habit stacking so you've got to take your work clothes off put your workout clothes on get yourself motivated and after I sit down to dinner I will say one thing I'm grateful for that happened today. So you're going to sit down to dinner every night. Well, I hope you are. <laughs> and by practicing gratitude at that time, it will literally just become a automatic routine in your mind. 
again the reason habit stacking works so well is that your current habits already are already built into your brain so you have the patterns you have the behaviors that have been strengthened over years and by linking your new habits to a cycle that is already built into your brain you make it more likely that you'll stick to the new behavior so write down a habit that you want to do a habit that you already have and get stacking okay back to the book page 38 if you are reading it at home back to i identity <laughs> um each habit is like a suggestion hey maybe this is who i am if you finish a book then be happy perhaps you are the type of person who likes to read if you go to the gym perhaps you are the type of person who likes to exercise if you practice playing the guitar perhaps you are the type of person who enjoys music every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become i love that i'm just going to read that bit again (laughs) every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become no single instance will transform your beliefs but the votes build up so does the evidence of your new identity this is one reason why meaningful change does not require radical change small habits can make a meaningful difference by providing evidence of a new identity and if a change is meaningful it is actually big that's the paradox of making small improvements Putting this all together, you can see the habits are the path to changing your identity. Again, that is just so powerful. So habits are the path to changing your identity. The most practical way to change who you are is to change what you do. Each time you write a page, you are a writer. Each time you practice the violin, you are a musician. Each time you start a workout, you are an athlete. Each time you encourage your employees, you are a leader. powerful (laughs) so just taking it back to the identity thing that I talked about every time I picked up a book studied listened to an audiobook I cast a vote for becoming the successful businesswoman that I envisioned for myself I hope that makes sense so we touched on your why And why you do something is so important and figuring out your why will make you so much more motivated to build good habits. Um, So for example, one of my own healthy habits is my daily yoga and meditation practice. Why? Well, my why is so that I can show up and be the best yoga teacher possible for you. I always say this in my classes, but when you come to the mat with me, I want it to be so much more than a physical practice. And honestly, I think without me showing up for myself and my daily practice, I don't believe I'd be able to do that. So figure out what your why is. And every time you feel like not doing whatever your habit is, take it back to your why. Because if it's really important to you, you will do it. Being a good yoga teacher for me is so meaningful I want to really impact people's lives so I will complete that task so 
get really clear about your why ask yourself why is it that i am doing this is it reaffirming my identity is it going to help people what is my why (laughs) there's so much to absorb i hope you've got a notepad and pen and i hope i'm not rambling on too much it's quite funny recording a podcast by myself because obviously you'd usually have a guest and talk open up the conversation but there's so much to get through um before I talk more about success and how to create habits I had a lot of questions on Instagram uh, last week when I shared this book about my own habits so obviously I'll touch on them briefly and my whys and again I just hope the examples I give help you understand it a little bit more the the habits that I do feel they enhance like my well-being my productivity so we'll start with the first one um which I've just touched on but daily yoga and meditation as I said it helps me become a better teacher but it's also good for my mind eating well uh, good nutrition for me is just so important to optimal health so fueling my body with the nutrients it needs to stay healthy and strong and allow me to you know get on my mat and teach or go for a run or swim me fueling my body with what it needs is just being respectful towards it and the healthier I feel the happier I feel another daily habit for me is exercise (laughs) so whether it's the gym again running swimming cycling dancing whatever my body is craving I just keep it moving I find exercise is also the best way to let go of any negative crap you might be holding on to just yeah get moving (laughs) and then um plan I I keep saying this but if you follow me on Instagram so being highly organized is something that I do to manage my stress levels because stress is inevitable you know even you could live the healthiest lifestyle and stress will still be a factor it's still a part of life and a little bit of short-term stress has actually been shown to sharpen your cognitive skills I know often I'll thrive under pressure and it it does actually strengthen your immune system a little bit but long-term chronic stress can really take a toll on your health so it compromises things like our sleep, our immune system, physical health, emotional well-being, all these things. So planning for me is a way for me to manage my stress levels. We will never live in a world that's completely stress-free, but stress-free, but we can learn to navigate our stressful world with ease. Um and for me that's just planning, planning everything down to you know the time that I'm going to go out for a walk what I'm gonna get in for my food for the week um what I want to accomplish in work just plan 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 and um next habit so there's there's two I don't know if I've got time to talk about them both no phone zone and counting my blessings in case I don't get onto it so no phone zone the first and last hour of my day are no phone zones for the first hour I'm usually practicing yoga or meditation and if I'm not practicing yoga or meditation I do like that time in the morning to be uninterrupted I like to sit with how I'm feeling connect to my intentions and then the last hour I'm getting ready for bed so either reading maybe a, a bath 
Um, I always make sure I say like, good night, God bless to my mum or everyone I need to. And then f- have that time free from a screen and free from like constant notifications. That just allows me to, well, switch off and prepare for sleep, but also show up as the best version of myself. I think that's important. And on the days where I break the chain, actually, we're going to talk about break the chain. <laughs> this is super important because hey like anyone I am far from perfect and when I'm saying all these things please don't think that oh my god I have to do that consistently every day of course there are going to be days when you break the chain like last week I was filming and I couldn't have had a no phone zone because I had to work before I went to record so on those days I do notice that I feel more stressed um, less grounded and just craving like quiet time I crave meditation and yoga so much I feel like when I don't have no phone zone I realize how quickly my brain fills up and no phone zone also helps with my productivity sorry about a bit of a a stammer this so say a regular day um well a regular lockdown day of um obviously working from home or at my studio so I've woken up I've done my yoga meditation um I've I've had like a hot lemon water then I've seen to my inbox I've answered all my messages that I've built up from the no phone zone the night before and then I sit at my desk and I've got a full-on agenda of work to be completed by I don't know seven o'clock and before I know it that phone is in my hand (laughs) and I've picked it up without be even realizing it and I've been distracted so often I'll put my phone once I've seen to everything back on flight mode and I'll say to myself right okay that's not going on until this this and this is complete and I explain that to people in my life all the time that laser focus for me is essential to to getting the most out of each day so don't be afraid to try this just notice how much you can get done with that phone on flight mode um I am going to talk about counting my blessings I hope I'm not um keeping you if you're listening (laughs) counting my blessings so again gratitude journaling uh, is something that I talk about on my app it's something that I talk about on Instagram and for me gratitude journaling is just my best um what do you call it happiness hack you know when we shift to an attitude of gratitude it's almost impossible not to smile like when I'm writing in my gratitude journal I have the cheesiest smile on my face and I just feel so blessed so also when you when you're doing a gratitude journal and I don't want to digress into gratitude journaling because that's a whole nother episode but it's important that we feel grateful for the little things not just the big moments so like Every time I do a food shop, let's say, um, it you know, a, a weekly food shop, um, I, I always walk out the supermarket and I feel so grateful that I have the funds available to do that because there have been times in my life when I would have had to put stuff back mortified or I just simply couldn't afford to do like a weekly food shop. I couldn't fill my trolley up. So celebrating that now doable off my own back feels so good. And honestly makes me feel so grateful for like the food and just little things like that. A weekly food shop. It's just so important that we celebrate those um those little things. So yeah. Um okay. So I've obviously got 
tons of habits and I said it was going to be brief but I do want to talk about success so I'm going to leave my habits there and talk about success and how it looks because this is something that I've I've dealt with a lot and yeah I just think it's it's so important so when creating new habits I feel like the biggest step you can do is letting go of instant gratification because we're so conditioned anyway as a society right now to have everything instantaneously you know overnight success and you know the negative side of social media can make it seem like everyone has everything overnight but they don't see the behind the scenes they don't see all the years of graft you've put in and the late nights and the sacrifices you've made they just see what's there in front of them so when we look at success on a graph, it's pretty much just a straight line. I, I'm actually doing it again with my hands. I realise you can't see me, but the straight line is all the way along the bottom until, boom, it just takes off. And that straight line on the graph is your consistency, your effort, your devotion, because change and success, oh my God, takes time and yeah, I believe in this massively. It took me so long in my other business with, you know, what seemed like no progress at all. And then just boom, it happened. So I'm going to digress <laughs> a little bit as I, I will come back to instant gratification. But just for a minute, imagine tomorrow morning you wake up at the point in your life when you have everything that you're working towards right now. It's all happened. You're, you've met the career milestones. <laughs> you've uh, got your dream home. Whatever it looks like for you. If all of that happened overnight, would you be happy? Maybe yeah, momentarily while you enjoy that, you know, gorgeous feeling of, of working hard for all those things. But... While once that excitement w- had worn off, I think you'd feel like really empty because for me, the gratification feels so much me- better after that long path. And although it doesn't seem it when you're in the middle of those shit storms and you're like, why is this taking so long? I'm working away as hard as I can and this isn't happening for me. That's where the lessons are learned. That's where your character is built. That's where you get super resilient. God, I feel like I'm getting so passionate about this. Sorry. I guess what I'm trying to say, as cheesy as it sounds, is enjoy the journey and embrace the moments you want to give up because there is always a lesson there. And you will never, we will never get this moment back. So just be here now. Keep chipping away at those habits and I promise you the rest will follow. <clears throat> um, okay, <laughs> big digression there. But back to instant gratification. One example I love from this book is about bamboo. So bamboo is planted and nothing happens for five years. <laughs> it's all underground. We don't see anything. And then all of a sudden it shoots up 90 feet in the air. And this is what success looks like. Over time, that long path, those five years underground, chipping away, being consistent, reaffirming those beliefs, casting those votes, then boom, your commitment, the process will just determine that take off that result and your results come 
as a byproduct of being consistent with your habits, even when the result can't be seen or measured. <clears throat> and I think that's a hard one to swallow or a hard one to get your head around because we live in this world of comparison. Let go of all that and just focus on those daily tasks because taking it back to that cast and a vote thing every time you complete a task a habit whatever it is you are casting a vote for the person you want to be the person you are becoming like like I envision that woman that I want to become I believe in her so much I'm I'm already so proud of it I'm not there yet but everything I do every single day contributes towards the woman I am becoming every single thing and I just think that's a really nice way to look at it <clears throat> so we're nearly there I know we're just reached the half an hour mark so I'm going to try not keep you too long I just want to cover how to create habits so one environment is everything it's so hard to stick to a positive habit in a negative environment um say for instance one of your goals is to heat eat <laughs> heat oh my god if one of your goals is to eat healthy but your kitchen is full of junk food you know process crap it can be pretty hard to stick to or likewise if you know it's a daily yoga practice but your mat is rolled up in a corner where you're not going to see it you have to get the mat out before you start so a good way to combat both would be um or take it back actually to planning how planning you know minimizes the the stress so healthy food shop recipe plan get excited about all the amazing nutrients you're going to put into your body and how good you're going to feel after you've done all that. And then with your daily practice, roll your mat out the night before. Have your yoga clothes ready. Take all of the hard bits out of it so you can just jump straight on your mat. <clears throat> um, secondly, become specific with your intentions. So using the same two examples, <laughs> so I don't um, go off track anymore, Instead of saying, I will eat healthy next week, set aside some time to find healthy recipes you want to cook, write your shopping list, write a little menu for the week. And with yoga, okay, so this is actually really good. Write down the times and the classes that you want to try and complete that week. <clears throat> a new little feature on my app, which I'm dead excited about, is the heart so on every screen you will see a heart if you double tap that it saves it to your favorites so maybe one of your Sunday night tasks could be to go through my app and double tap all the classes you want to practice that week and then they're already compiled in your favorites bit on your bio so it takes out the hard work in the morning you don't have to think what practice am I going to do? Like having your yoga clothes ready, like having your mat rolled out, you are minimising the risk of you breaking the chain. I love that. Minimising the risk of breaking the chain. If you've got a notepad and pen out, <laughs> write that down. I love that. I'm actually going to just write it down myself. Minimise the risk of breaking the chain. Okay, number three, make it easy. So the more automatic your positive habits are, the more likely you are to stick to them. So try the habit stacking trick that we touched on earlier. Start small and just build on your current routine. I know it's easy to get excited. We all do it. But honestly, start small. Remember that 1% change adds up massively. <clears throat> uh, number four, 
make it satisfying <laughs> so uh, I often reward you know m- myself and taking it back to that instant gratification there is a long hard path to stick to before we reach that point of success before it takes off for you so if you're being if you are being consistent working hard casting those votes be sure that you are rewarding yourself no matter how big or how small just something that gives you that dopamine hit and you know reward yourself for for that positive behavior last one number five most important don't break the chain okay so to recap habit stacking choose a habit you do day in day out and stack your new one on top of that get really clear about your why remember every time you do something repeatedly you are casting a vote for who you want to be so i'll leave this episode with a quote but please let me know if this episode has been insightful but most importantly helpful I'd love to hear if you are creating new habits and if any of the points I have touched on help that process. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, habits are not a finish line to be crossed. They are a lifestyle to be lived.